The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. God's Word tells us in Proverbs chapter 6 that there are seven things the Lord hates. In fact, Scripture uses not only the word hate, but also abomination. Yes, there are things that God hates. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to evil, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. There are many today who will repeat the only things they've ever been taught in church. God is love. Do not judge. Most people today, being biblically illiterate, will also mix cultural ideas with Scripture, believing them to be Scripture. Such ideas include social justice, the LGBTQ plus slogan, Love is Love, and My Body, My Choice, to name just a few. Biblical illiteracy is shamefully prevalent in getting worse. Hating what God hates is biblical, but our pastors today will never teach you that. In fact, new research from Barna shows that only 37% of all Christian pastors hold to a biblical worldview. Here's how those numbers break down. 41% less than half of senior pastors, 28% of associate or assistant pastors, 13% of teaching pastors, 12% of children's ministry leaders and youth pastors, and only 4% of executive pastors have a biblical worldview. At one time, the people of our nation honored and revered God as our creator and sustainer and held his word as the ultimate truth, something to be studied intensely and taught to our children and grandchildren. But today, most Americans don't even know who God is. Children are raised in godless homes, and all the people do what they feel is right. Proverbs 14.12, There is a way which seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. This is what happens when we create a false God and a false religion in our own imaginations. Understand, God is not here to serve us. We're here to serve and obey Him. Today, most people still seek some form of religion. They just don't know the one true God of heaven, and they don't want to know Him because it would cost them something. And sadly now, even many churchgoers don't have a clue about God's Word because they've rarely ever even read a portion of it. Most today only attend weekly services if they get an emotional high for having done so. Others attend out of obligation, tradition, or guilt. Psalm 14. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. They have all turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who does good. No, not one. Today, as we see our nation rotting from the inside out, let's look again at the things God hates and see how we're doing. The first thing listed is a proud look. There is no doubt that people in America are prideful. We're proud of what we should be ashamed of and ashamed of what we should be proud of. You see, not all pride is a bad thing. We can have the pride of satisfaction in a job well done when we work hard to do our best at things, doing everything is unto the Lord. We can be proud parents when our children are intelligent, well-mannered, respectful, and God-honoring. We can be proud of our Savior, Jesus Christ, eager to share his gospel with the lost world around us, along with the testimony of how he reached down and saved a wretch like me. But today in America, it's rare indeed to be proud of any of these things. Instead, we celebrate pride in sodomy, pride in our race, unless we're white, because that's not allowed, pride in social justice. 
We're proud to wear our masks and take our shots as we virtue signal to the world what wonderful people we are as we obey the agenda of the New World Order and the lies of the media. We do well to remember Proverbs 16:18, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Yes, God hates unrighteous pride. It's an abomination to him. What about a lying tongue? We have plenty of those around in this country today, too. Long ago, it became expected practice for politicians to lie. The old adage, if their lips are moving, they're lying, has never been more true than it is today. We no longer have statesmen. Now we have career politicians on both sides of the aisle engaged in every vile and filthy scheme and backroom deal you can imagine. And they lie to our faces, and they do it pridefully and continually. But politicians aren't the only liars. In John chapter 8, Jesus confronted the Pharisees, the religious leaders of his day, and the scribes, the media of his day. And he told them plainly, You are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth, because there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Jesus said this to the pastors and mainstream media of his day. He'd be saying the same thing to most of our modern-day pastors and reporters as well. Not very Christian of him, is it? The fact is, lies swirl all around us. It takes diligent effort to sort the truth from the lies now, and most people, unfortunately, just can't be bothered to make the effort. While pridefulness and lies have been around since the serpent rebelled against God and immediately began lying to Eve, his influence on mankind has expanded exponentially in recent years. I believe we're now in the time of the end spoken of in Daniel 12, when many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. We have more technology at our fingertips now than ever before in history, things our parents could never have conceived of. Yet all this high-tech comes with strings attached, the lies of the devil fed to us through mainstream social and even alternative media, through government and health officials, through public servants, and even through religious organizations masquerading as Christian. We should take heed of Psalm 101.7, No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. And an even stronger warning in Revelation 21.8, But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. But of course, we don't read the Bible anymore. Indeed, most Americans are ashamed to admit they even own one. Again, we're ashamed of what we should be proud of and thankful for. Back to Proverbs 6, Hands that shed innocent blood. How we are guilty of that one. The shedding of innocent blood has become so commonplace in America today that parents routinely kill their own unborn babies every day. Now they want the freedom to kill babies even after they're born. So-called doctors may do the actual killing, but the so-called parents are the ones paying for the service. The politicians are the ones funding it with our tax dollars, and regardless of what side they claim to be on, they're using abortion to keep the blood money flowing into their political coffers. And the Christians and pastors are the ones ignoring it. You know I'm telling you the truth. What about the shedding of innocent blood through the planned scamdemic known as COVID? How many millions died needlessly because the official hospital protocols? 
How many millions have been injured, maimed, or killed by the experimental shots? How much innocent blood has been spilled through all of this in the past three years by prideful lying elitists censoring the truth and persecuting truth-tellers, while their personal fortunes increase by the billions? If we were able to see into the spiritual realm, we'd be horrified by the rivers of blood flowing through the streets of every city in America right now. And again, the churchmen have been either silent or complicit. A heart that deviseth wicked imaginations. You can pretty much fill in the blank with whatever is in today's headlines on this one. Event 201, the COVID mind control cult. Every three-letter agency entrusted to protect us and uphold the law, instead conspiring against the American people. Mask mandates, jab mandates, the stolen election of 2020, the Biden crime family up to their eyeballs in corruption in Ukraine, China, and Russia, the planned destruction of our economy and the American dollar, the digital one-world currency now being devised by those wicked imaginations the orchestrated supply chain collapse, the planned energy crisis, the invasion on our southern border, the burning of food processing plants, the destruction of family farms, all born from hearts that devise wicked imaginations. Feet that be swift in running to evil. You may not have noticed because you're not really supposed to notice, but seriously violent crime is higher than it's ever been in this country right now. Smash and grab attacks on businesses are commonplace. Bullets fly daily in our big cities. Sexual predators are grooming our children wherever our children can be found. The political elite line their pockets with the blood, sweat, and tears of the people that they're supposed to be serving, even as they intentionally create hyperinflation, homelessness, drug abuse, starvation, and an economic collapse for the rest of us. A false witness that speak of lies. Earlier in Proverbs 6, the Bible simply mentioned a lying tongue, but this one's personal. This refers to lies from a false witness directed toward an innocent person. I can't help but think of the January 6 political prisoners, persecuted for simply attending a rally, seeking a redress of grievances, and for the rule of law to be upheld. What about the many well-respected doctors, nurses, scientists, and researchers who tried to tell us the truth during COVID and mandatory jabbing? What about those now warning of communist, Marxist, sodomite, and globalist propaganda being spoon-fed to our children and then becoming the most dangerous domestic terrorists in the country for speaking up for their own kids? Not to mention the gossip and slander of neighbor against neighbor and within families that is so commonplace these days. And finally, from Proverbs 6, He that soweth discord among brethren. This too is an abomination to the Lord, and he hates it. The leftists here in America have been working hard on this one since the days of Obama. During that administration, we hadn't seen so much discord among Americans in decades. Blacks were told to hate whites. The LGBTQ plus mafia became emboldened and even more prideful as they were handed new special rights while the rest of us were forced to bow down to the sodomites. Now today, it's the Great Reset Agenda against sovereign citizens. Today's special rights recipients also include transgenders, hailed as the new heroes of society. Biden's only litmus test for the high court was that it had to be a black female. More racial division from those who love to sow discord. And by the way, that black female can't even define what a woman is. And of course, the intentionally leaked Supreme Court opinion hinting at overturning Roe v. Wade. 
There's absolutely no doubt that information was handed out to further stoke the flames of rage among the God-haters. Expect another summer of rioting, burning, and killing as the left's personal army of fascists take to the streets once again. I don't think God hates America, but he certainly does hate what our nation has become under cowardly Christian leadership and ignorant, apathetic sheep who are supposed to be the salt and light of this dark world. God does hate those things he calls abominations, and they will be our ultimate demise, I have no doubt. We should also hate the things that God hates. Yet we've been trained to remain silent and tolerant as our nation burns. There is a flicker of hope, but that hope lies in Second Chronicles 7.14. Unfortunately, most of those who call themselves by Jesus' name couldn't even find that verse without a smartphone and a Bible app. Such is the state of American Christianity today. Jesus is returning. When he comes, will he find faith in the earth? Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 360. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob. R-O-B at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.